0: From Breaking Bad to Calling soul. Agents led by Son of Call Oh Game of Thrones, who's the next to die? House of Cards is full of lies Supergirl just flew on by We're chillin', watchin' Netflix How much time's gone by We're talkin' TV TV. From Suits to Supernatural Talkin' TV Blacklist and the Rebels Sherlock's Big Bang with Thor from Black Detective Bombed at second crack The Walking Dead it a Geek, this is DCTV week 11 of uh, this current series. My name is Mitch. Not Ben, as per usual, uh, doing the hosting runs this week. We'll get into that in a little bit. But uh, joining me as always, Terry.
1: Hello.
0: Yeah, so Ben won't be joining us this week. Unfortunately, he's he's not... Maybe
1: not ever. Well,
0: (laughs) hopefully he'll come back because he's dying to talk about this. I do feel sorry for him because we all work in the same office. He is sitting... I want to say, what, 12 feet away from where we're currently standing in another room? He's feverishly working away. I don't know what with, but he is working hard, and he just cannot find the time. That's where we're uh, a little bit late with this one compared to the last last upload. So we're going to do it. I would like to jump straight in, but I would also like to point out something fun, unrelated to why Ben's not here, but fun nonetheless. And I'm hoping you haven't heard about it, Terry. Have you heard about the spoon incident with, with Ben? No. Okay, now, we all work in the same office, but you actually work for a different company yes. than what we do. So you aren't on the all-staff emails. Now, Ben doesn't usually contact all-staff unless it's kitchen-related. <laughs> and when I say that, I mean because he is such a, a kitchen Nazi. He's
1: retentive. He is.
0: And that's how he's honestly known around the building. Because yeah. he is so away. We're, we're in what we call, because we're in a radio station, in the airlock. So it's just the studios and the, the, the director of Everyone that works directly with on-air Otherwise, our sales department, our pricing department, everything else is outside of this airlock. So Ben is in a little dark, windowless room inside, (laughs) essentially a dark, windowless area corner. Yeah, He's the boy in the bubble. He is the boy in the (laughs) bubble. Because he doesn't leave. He's stuck in this. It's soundproof. It's smellproof. Everything. Germ-free, thankfully, because he's a germaphobe as well. Now, he only contacts people when he comes in on a Monday morning and he sees the state of the fridge. Yep. And it's just packed full of everyone's food from the week before. Sometimes, in fairness to him, it's three, four weeks old and people have left. Even tubware containers, molding stuff. And he will just send out an email, not before he does it, but after where he'll say, save your food. And that means get to the kitchen quickly <laughs> because everything that was once in the fridge is now on our, on a, on the table. Yep. And if you're not there that day, well, then your food's gone, unfortunately. But he's cleaning it out, go power to him. Now... He likes to keep, to save from uh, the fact that we lose forks in this office. We've got like 50 forks in the kitchen. We've got about 50 staff. Within three days, every fork in this office will have disappeared. And you are on a scavenger. And the
1: scavenger. are usually missing too. It's
0: ridiculous. Like, you need Indiana Jones to find this shit. Honestly, I don't know where they all go. Ben has his own. He has his own bowl, his own plate, his own cutlery. Everything is his so that he can take it, use it, clean it, bring it back, and put it in his little bubble room. Yep. He takes... Uh, his his stuff into the kitchen today. And mind you, I only find out about this because I see an email saying, who took my spoon? (laughs) Was the subject. I'm like, what are you talking about? Did someone come into your room and take your spoon? Because you keep it. No, no, no. What he has just told me before I walk in the studio, he has went into the kitchen. He's made his cereal. Hasn't put milk in it, in fairness. But he's put the cereal in the bowl. He's got his coffee there, ready to go. He's got the spoon in the cereal in the bowl. And he says, before I pick up all this, ready to get back to my room, I've got to go to the bathroom. So he goes, only number one. So he's gone for 60 <laughs> seconds. Ducks around the corner. The, the, the toilet is right next to the kitchen. Does his business. Comes back. Within a minute, the spoon has been taken out of his bowl. Oh, no. No. Then that would be bad for uh, you, yeah? Well yeah. That would be bad for me. Yeah. Happen to Ben Clayton. Oh my sweet Christ. Oh my god.
1: So I'm i <laughs> like, He's already
0: got no engineers. He goes, I want there's a security camera in the kitchen. He goes, I want the footage. I want to know who did this. <laughs> I'm gonna, there's got to be an investigation <laughs> Shout out to anyone who's an NRL fan You know what I'm talking about So he's he's livid today So I'm kind of glad that he's not in here to talk about uh, these shows Because I don't know what you think I have got a little teaser from you about what you think about Flash We are going to get to that in a second You can check all our time <laughs> codes Find out where everything is We're going to be talking about all three shows that are uh, on this week We will start off though With Supergirl Uh, now, I do also wish Ben was here to start off because they are definitely setting up Ben's, this whole yeah, Alex to adopt Ruby thing. The
1: first thing I wrote is Ben is so right. They're definitely lining it up for Alex to look after Ruby.
0: Because where else, where else could they go with it? I mean, they're not just setting it up so that Ruby like dies with her mother and then Alex is suddenly heartbroken again, is she? Because I just don't know what else it could be. Yeah. But it's so force-fed to us by this stage, it's almost too obvious to be true. I don't know. But what did you think about the overall episode?
1: Um... I wrote right at the bottom, boring, <laughs> and underlined it a couple of times.
0: <laughs> it's interesting, because when it finished, I thought, like, we, this is getting a Geek, but we also, a few of us here, have our own separate show called Get Into Gate, and it's all about Stargate SG-1, a bit of a retrospective look. That's
1: one that look. people actually listen to, like more Plenty, than well, people. Well, sure. You guys have quite a lot And of a shout out with.
0: to our two listeners. Yeah. We love you, guys. <laughs> um, but... Uh, on that show, we talk about every four or five weeks or so, there is what we call a money saver episode, where it's instead of going across the galaxy and through this wormhole and talking to aliens and big special effect battles, they have an on-world episode, or something happens where it's all in someone's head, but it's yep. it's in the base, so they can shoot it on you know in on the set, and it's just saving money so that in two weeks, obviously that budget can go into something else. Let's and hope I hope so anyway. I, well, hopefully, yeah. <laughs> this one actually felt kind of felt like that to me, even though. It involved several superpowered people against a superpowered villain in space, uh, on like a, a an orbiting jail around a dying sun. Like, I think I'm a little bit unfair in saying that this is a money saver episode, but for, to me, it's like we'll take away Supergirl's powers because then she can just walk around, and otherwise, they were just walking around a set the whole time talking mm-hmm. about what was going to happen eventually so for me it felt like a bit of a money saver but in a way the best possible way because there was still other stuff going on that was at a heightened you know reality they were in space in a distant galaxy and they're on a spaceship and they've got their superpowered people but my christ it's a it's a girl power team up. That's fine. All these shows are doing their version of that, and I know I'm sure. Yep, yep you've got your own feelings, and that's fine for you to have because you're that the girl on the on show. A girl. But my God, why do you bring the two most annoying, annoying villains this show has ever had? Yep, and make them part of this super team. Yes, of all people, my God, I'd forgotten about the chick from Jane the Virgin. It was in episode two. The um, the the the, 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 the person who puts like the, the dreams she was in your head.
1: Even more annoying than the electrical chickie, live wire. Yeah.
0: She, far and away, she's the worst villain for me. She's the most annoying person. Just I don't know. It's the look or the way the that way she, she... talks. The way she talks. Or it was a mixture of both. So when she first popped up, I'm like, oh, God. And, you know, by the end of it, they kill her off. And I'm like, ah, okay, I don't hate you as much now that you're talking like a normal person. But when they give her that, ha, 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 Rita Repulsa dialogue, <laughs> <Nah!"> she's so <laughs> annoying. So I kind of didn't hate her as much by the end, but it was... That's all it was was just to put her in so that Supergirl could care about her dying. I, I, she, is she the right character for that? I don't know. It was Mm-mm. it was really up and down for me this episode. I'm not. I'm, I don't really know how I how I feel about it.
1: Probably similar to me that it was kind of boring. Yeah. I just what what pissed me off was, you know, the it was a blue star. It just happens to be poisonous to all men. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a. Break, And then I kind of thought, hang on a minute. Like, so, okay, I'm not, I'm not very, you know, up there with biology and things like that, but okay. So we all know that humans have, you know, the, the Y chromosome for men and X for girls, whatever. What about aliens? Mm. Are they exactly the same? I mean, o- I according mean, to Supergirl, they are because <laughs> John Jones couldn't go up there because yeah. he's a man. But he's an alien, so he might not have those same chromosomes, and he's chosen to be in a human male form. Yeah, it's like God, it was just. And what bugged me was the um, just the fact that Rain just happened to have her own ship, and she was able to fly from Earth all the way up there. In, like, you know, the amount of time that, like, less time than it took Supergirl and everyone else to go up
0: there. Yeah. In the amount of time it took them to get off their ship and walk around a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, exactly. She's there. And she's, she's already back. there.
1: And she's found the other woman that they've been looking for the entire episode. Mm. It's
0: like, oh. And so, <laughs> so she can cover that ground. But for the last 10 episodes or so that she's been hanging around and killing people, yeah. she's limiting herself to one city. Yeah. Like it's not like she's flying to China and killing bad people in China, and you know, then going to you know Russia or something or yep. anywhere else except for one city in one country and killing a couple of people dockside. <laughs> like she's not really the world killer, you know, is she? I mean, what's she doing? But I don't know. I like the the a bit of a throwback, the touch towards the old Superman movies that they tend to do. Because did you recognize the um the Roz pr- the priestess, like the, the the one the the woman that uh, fought Roz was named after. No, Sarah Douglas, who played Fayora. Sorry, that's the name I'm thinking of. But okay. yeah, she was Faora in uh, Superman 2 and uh, obviously the character was in Man of Steel, but uh, Sarah Douglas played her back in, yeah, 1980, whatever was, it was. That would have
1: been cool if I'd realised that when I was watching it. Yeah. Being like a nice little, yeah.
0: And then they go up and like, sh- you know, she's there and she's done away with in, you know, a couple of minutes and,
1: and... They don't even get the information they need nah. because Rain conveniently showed... I was just like, oh my God. Um, also speaking of the fact that only females could go up there, mm. where the hell is Wynn's girlfriend? Why didn't she go up there with, where is she?
0: She's been gone a long time. She, she has. Like, yeah, to a point where, yeah, we need to start asking questions. Like, fair it's enough like if she's... like
1: vigilante, just suddenly, you know... <laughs> By the way, remember I'm here, her. I've never left. Yeah. <laughs> well,
0: you kind of have when your character suggests that you would never do that and how obsessed Win and her were with each other. Yeah. You know, like all they seem to do with three episodes was just sneak off and have sex in a closet somewhere. It's like, and all of a sudden now she's nowhere to be seen. Yeah, yeah. have we seen her this season? I want to say no, even, yeah. I don't think so. Wow. No. Okay. Well, there's some big questions. This is
1: episode 11. No, we definitely haven't seen her.
0: Now, someone else's girlfriend or now ex-girlfriend we did hear from in this episode via oh, text. Via text <laughs> was Maggie. Now that's fine. It's like, oh, they are still in touch? I'm. I'm okay. Not to be petty. But I will be because it does irritate me. And I'm one of the, uh, yes, I'm one of these people. And if you're one of the people that makes these simple and probably unwilling mistakes and people get angry at you, like, oh, you're such a dickhead, don't you? (laughs) That doesn't matter. I'm sorry. I pick out spelling mistakes like this. The your and your, right? The different spellings. text
1: message.
0: She she spelled your, she said, "Um, I hope you're doing well. Yep. So it's short for I hope you are doing well, uh-huh. therefore your Y O U apostrophe R E. No, no, no. It was I Hope Y O U Are Doing Well. <laughs> oh Like it's funny when we pay out the writing on this show, but we're talking storyline and dialogue. Yeah. Like whoever's behind the scenes, obviously, you know, they're in graphics, you know, they're whatever the whoever does that job puts that on that screen, whether she's reading it as a prop or it's put in digitally later, that is...
1: I actually cannot believe I didn't pick that up because that's, I'm... Clearly an- no one retentive did. retentive about fridge and kitchen stuff. I'm anally retentive about grammar and spelling.
0: Good, okay. So, so you're with I me, right? Can,
1: oh my God, yes.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm angry now and I didn't even... Notice it. Mm. I'm angry at myself
0: I'm <laughs> no. not noticing it. I only paused it because I'm like, because <laughs> it was a pretty long text, in fairness. And I'm like, oh I wonder how much effort they went to to write that text because it was on screen for maybe a second and a yeah. half. But I'm always like, when they when they show newspapers, you know, in uh, if Supergirl was to pull out a newspaper and it was all about her doing something, and you and she looks at it and it's a whole paper. And I'm like, oh, I, I I often want to pause it to say, how much effort did the writers go to, or did the people behind the scenes, props department, go to? To make that paper Is it honestly the first paragraph And then it's literally just A copy of that day's paper In in Vancouver Or did they write some Just complete bullshit On three (laughs) or four different things That would make the front paper I don't know Front page of the paper Again Such petty stuff but I couldn't get past that. I'm like, no, this is Maggie. Like, we haven't heard from her in six weeks. I, w- I should, I should want to know about Maggie. But, you know, anyway, whatever. She, uh, She's lost her passport. She's leaving the country for a little while, I imagine, not forever. Let's go to and spelling school. She said, can you just mail it to me? Here's my new address. I'm like, yeah. come on, guys. Are you afraid that every time you see each other, you're going to have, you know, breakup sex and you're never, ever going to fully break up? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I've never had that problem, but I've never I had you're doing well. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
1: I did, speaking with, on um Alex and that, I did like the, the bully mm. scene thing where, she, where Alex has gone to the bully's house. And that was cool. Yeah. That was cool. That
0: was fun. Yeah. And that further cemented that they're going to get along really well when, not if, but when alex does adopt her like she's already got that maternal instinct but not just from her own kid as a as an infant but she's able to just pick up you know a teenager and deal with teenage problems and she's that already that authority figure so to put that oh i'm an fbi agent where we're cracking down on cyberbullying, and it's just like well they would never do that but that's kind of fun to think about yeah Yeah. and that girl shit herself and it's like yeah bullies are Dickhead. So I would hope that every person who's going through cyberbullying could have that happen to them, you know, to to help them out. You know, it was it was fun. I like that. So yeah, yeah that, that, those those moments are probably the best in this episode. We're seeing those two together, like out now. Alex is MVP for Supergirl for me. Like we look back at her relationship with Maggie. It's the best relationship, not only on Supergirl but I think on all four of these shows. And then her with this maybe future you know adopted daughter. Like yeah, Alex is kicking ass. It's not she even is. about her. It's unfortunately for you about her sister, Terry, who you don't really like that much.
1: I really don't. I really don't. <laughs> and unfortunately, um, Elle wasn't featured really much at all, if at all. Um, at the end of the episode, though, um, we do sort of see um, Samantha actually say to Alex... There's something wrong with me. I'm losing yeah. time, and I was just kind of wondering that whole scene. Will the penny drop straight away for Alex, yeah. or will it still be a couple of episodes before she puts the two together?
0: Because what had you taken out of it so far? When quite clearly Samantha is a nice person. Yeah, Reigns a bitch. Yes. Psycho for me, it bitch. was literally a, it was a switch she took over, and she didn't. I don't. I kind don't know of where.
1: Like, she, um, Oh, shit. Frost and Caitlin. And Caitlin they're, yeah. they're kind of, they're, they're one, but they're not. They're
0: kind of aware of each other, I guess, those guys. Whereas up until now, I didn't realize that, I guess, Samantha has been hiding, even from the audience, that she's having some severe mental problems, which I guess because she is running this, you know, huge company, mm. she's probably just putting down stress and she's just tired and falling asleep, whatever she's, I don't know. But now that she's actually gone, I. Didn't go on a business trip, but that's what I told you I was doing. Oh my god, she yeah. still managed to come and pick her up at the exact time she said she was going to come yeah, pick her yeah. up. But then when she's realizing that she not lied, but she's missing pieces of her life, you yeah. know, it's yeah, she's going to get into some kind of weird battle. She's going to put it be put into some kind of like you know super powered mental asylum at the end of this, rather than killed off, killed off. you know, something that yeah, obviously then and, Ruby and can go get adopted. And why
1: Rain, when she's decided okay, I'm not going to be Rain anymore, I'm going back to super, uh, to be Samantha? What yeah. she takes off her costume and does, redoes her yeah, hair. Yeah. How does Samantha she make that style. decision? Like, yeah, exactly. Cause I can't imagine rain giving a shit about yeah. what Samantha wakes up to. Mm. So that's kind of,
0: cause that's exactly what the, the killer frost and, um, and Caitlin relationship is, is that Caitlin wants to, uh, you know, keep it away. But once she turns, killer frost has got control. Yeah. And, um, you know, obviously they're playing around with that a little bit. um, Still, and in in the next episode that we're going to talk about, but yeah, I'm I'm interested to see where that will go because it's that's sort of the big reveal about that character now is that yeah, she herself doesn't really know what the hell's going on, like no explanation whatsoever. And the other thing I I I just wanted to quickly mention before we move on because we're just getting over the time, we haven't got Ben here pressing our buttons for our timers, (laughs) Um, but uh, Rain's little AI computer, you know, hologram that's giving all all of our instructions. It's not like a memory AI in the same way that I guess Supergirl's mother is. Like mm. that seems to be like a recording of a consciousness that can talk to her as that person would have talked to her back then, whereas Rain's hologram can take in new information like Oh, well, you know, super cool. These people, they're going up to see this. They'll be going to see this person at Fort Roz and you need to go and do this. And she yeah, can, so it's how like, does that I don't know. It's weird. I don't know. I don't know whether it's a different program or it's just like a little bit of a convenient thing for the writers. It's like, well, of course you can deal with new information. It's probably the latter. It's probably the latter, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, we, uh, we move on. <laughs> can we talk about Flash? No, you don't want to. <laughs> oh, um, before we get into uh, Flash, Terry, Ben has just emailed me some notes because like I said, he's not not 10 feet away from us, but he's emailed me some notes to read out. Um, so I'll just go through them quickly to see whether he was on the same uh, same page as what we were. Alex babysitting. So, yeah, boom, he's onto that. Yep. Uh, all no girl power. I think I uttered those words, but I stopped there. You certainly had a few things to say. <laughs> um, how stupid. A team of criminals. Yes. Yep. Mean girls, question mark. It's like, yeah, it's all just cat fighting, high school stuff. Uh, does Sam know that she is Rain? Is she like the Hulk? Which I think is kind of what we were alluding to, right? Is Very it, much so. Doesn't really realize it. So hopefully they'll explain that a little bit more next week. Um, oh, this! I can't believe I didn't say this. Brainy didn't go, so Brainiac didn't go on the trip. Y chromosome? Question mark. Does that therefore make him human? Because you look at him, he's obviously he's Brainiac. A, he's, a robot, he's a robot. He's a robot, right? Thing, yeah. But he's played by a male actor, yep. and they said that all males were they couldn't go on the mission because they have the Y chromosome. Apparently, that son doesn't yeah. agree with men. Uh, um, oh, <laughs> but Brainiac, he is. It's not even like he's a cyborg and he's carrying around like some type of human DNA or anything. But he's he's a he's a he's a robot, right? So I think
1: so, yeah.
0: He couldn't go because outside of the show, he's played by a male actor, and it would just ruin their girl power. So stupid. Like, but do they think about that? That's what I want to know. When I when I th- when I see stuff like that, and I'm like, oh, that's just something silly I'm thinking about. Ben says that you totally agree with that.
1: Yeah, well, because I said the same thing about the aliens. Do, yeah. Do aliens have you know the, the same chromosome makeup mm. that we as humans do?
0: And quite clearly, no, yeah. the the, the universe doing. is complex, but not that complex. Um, and he goes on. So all males have Y. John Jones, Monell, all the aliens at the pub wins girlfriend.
1: Yeah. I brought up Win's girlfriend too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Livewire was the only cool one. Now she's dead. I agree that she's now dead, Ben. I don't know that she was the only she, cool one.
1: Uh, see, in that respect, I agree that she was the less annoying. Yeah, she was definitely the better the one. Lock. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But cool, eh, not in that word, not in those words. Uh, why did Supergirl not ask Cy si what she saw in Rain? Which is great because obviously Sai... Goes deep into your mind, so yeah, yeah. Surely, it's like, why didn't she? Because then she would ruin the secret of the show and the yeah. twist, and we don't need that. Why then have Sai as one of the people in the show? Exactly.
1: There's less um capital letters on my flash notes than there are on my arrow notes. So right. That's not so
0: bad. Okay. Well, it's uh <laughs> the the episode the elongated night rises. Yep. There's no Is secret. Is that what about, it was called? Yeah, there's no secret about what they were trying to do there. Jesus. Um. Terry, I will throw to you like I did it with Supergirl, <laughs> but for a um, much more of a. Well, you can explain what reason because you gave me a tease earlier mm. in the week about what you thought about this episode. I did. What'd you think, Terry?
1: I thought it was complete f- shit.
0: Wow.
1: Garbage, I think, was the word I used when I was talking to you. Absolute garbage.
0: <laughs> now, okay, did, did you let me think that it started off okay? Like for the briefest, I'm in mean like two or three minutes, um, it was all right.
1: I can't, I do remember saying to you, if you hated the last episode of Legends, you won't like Flash. That's and right. And that was the only tease and you obviously know now why I said that. I, I don't, know.
0: I actually don't know that I, I, Bimbo. I, oh, of course. You know, and I, I know I mentioned when we when we reviewed that episode of Legends that my wife watched it with me and she was like, what the f*** is this? And I'm like, no, and no. And he came back. Yeah, and he came back and it's like, it's just like there to be something, like it was oh. bigger than an Easter egg, but a reference to Legends. I'm like, you, if that could have been anything. Yeah. That didn't need to be that at all. What are right. you doing?
1: Having said that, the batteries in that toy, I need to get some <laughs> <laughs> How old is that toy? It's doing all right. And it's still going. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> I liked at the start, obviously, Barry's sitting there. He's only been there a week and he, you know, etches in another another notch on the wall. But he's sitting there in jail. There's an absolute riot going on. Everyone's lighting shit on fire. The cops are getting strangled and beat up. And he's just sitting there. He's like, do I do anything? He's sitting there, you know, he's tapping his leg on the ground. And he's bouncing his knee. What do I do? What do I do? And then just back. And I'm like, that's kind of cool. Like I like seeing shit like that. Of course, he would do that. But, yeah. you know, he's still... That good guy who's like, well, they found Barry Allen guilty, so Barry Allen better stay in jail. And it's like, oh, man. But I'm also worried, how long is this going to go on for? Yeah, I almost Barry the Allen's the-
1: in jail and, oh, wait, The Flash hasn't been around for a week. And mm. how long has Barry Allen been in jail for?
0: See, I know I said in the last week's episode, I fully expected that Barry would, at nighttime, be leave. Be The Flash. And go and be The yeah, Flash. Kind
1: of like River Song in Doctor Who. Mm. During the day, she's in jail. At night, she's out schmoozing with the doctor. Oh, really? Yeah, mm. See.
0: And she absolutely get away with it. I, think, I feel like at one stage he referred <laughs> to not be, like having enough time or something, or he couldn't be in two places at once. The
1: flash. He's been in two places at once before. Yeah,
0: and it's like, well, you're very fluid about how good your powers really are. So, oh, really? Um, yeah, it's. I think it's the Ralph stuff that really started to take it downhill for me. I liked him, you know, taking down that. I don't, was it a jewel jewelry store the, or the
1: ro- it was a bank robbery? Bank so robbery. my first line is bank robbery, dumb as shit, <laughs> because the guy is like demanding a Prius and salad yeah. and counting. I was like, what the f- is this episode?
0: I think there's a line. It's like, do you just appreciate what they're going for, or do you appreciate it and find it really funny? No. And I <laughs> I found myself like swaying over yeah. that line. I was like, I can. That's it's a funny idea that it's like you would. Why? Why does that character care about the environment? Why does he care about counting calories and stuff? Well, who cares? It's it's just a bit. It's something a bit different. I'm like, okay, cool. Other time, I think just because it surprised me that he's like, I want something economically friendly, like a Prius. Like just when you add in detail like that, or he's you know, um, oh, I want food. Give me a salad. I'm watching my calories. Like, I was like, oh, you don't need this. But at the same time, then you bring in Ralph and he's still dressed in that ridiculous costume. And I don't care how much Cisco doesn't like him. There is no way that Cisco would allow himself to give such a shitty looking yeah. outfit to Ralph from the get-go. And it have lasted weeks. Yep. He's making him something better. Now, I know, obviously, he gave him that in this episode. But, like, the eye holes don't even sit over his eyes directly. It's like... That was funny in the first episode. He's like, here's your outfit. He goes, this is a piece of shit. Don't let him keep it for three weeks. Because then it goes from not being a joke. It just goes to being like, oh, this is, this is what we're going to do with this character. It's mm. just it's very old, very quick. Especially when he continues on with this Jim Carrey impersonation.
1: Which is ironic that you say that. I mean, I know we're late um, watching the shows and that. But it just happened to be over the, week, was over the weekend. Whenever I watched this episode a couple of days later... Um, Ace Ventura was on TV oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, I can see it now. <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't, I don't know. And I, I, th- I think there could have been a moment where it would have been a good idea, but it was just execution. Maybe a good idea, but just poorer execution. I'm not mm-hmm. too sure. And then I actually didn't know who, um, the, whatever the bad guy's name is in jail. I actually didn't know who he was when Flash said, oh yeah, I know you cause your dad and you, you know, kidnapped my father back in the day. I'm like, oh, okay. It's just some random villain. Yeah. And then when he breaks out, and then they show the pictures, I'm like, "Oh, okay, it's tricked us." Okay, great, great, yeah. okay, cool. But then obviously because, well, we would have definitely heard if Mark Hamill is going to be in this episode. It's like oh, you, you're teasing us. We're right on the edge of seeing Mark Hamill. Mm. And if it was any other actor, guest actor on that show, they absolutely would have brought him back. But it's Luke Skywalker. Yeah. And when this episode aired, it was fresh off Last Jedi hit in cinemas. You're not getting Mark Hamill back, for like a three way cameo. <laughs> to throw back to him and his girlfriend from the 1990s show. Again, I appreciate what they were going for as being like, this is the 1990s version of this current show, but it just got a little bit annoying. And again, when I'm watching it with someone out of, like you you at least when you watch it with your husband, you guys watch these shows. I watch it with my wife. And again, if she doesn't watch it, it's not made for her, but I see it from an outside perspective and she's just like,
1: (laughs) I'm not embarrassed by it, but I
0: just find her looking at it like, I guess this is what this is. Yeah. I'm like, it's no but it's not, it's different. It's like with the the Bebo thing back in Legends of Tomorrow and I'm like this is different. They're going for something, but it's not working. Don't don't judge the show just yet off, off this solely. <laughs> but I find myself saying that a lot with Flash this season. Now it had a killer episode a few weeks ago. This one, no, n- not so much. It's
1: awful. And do you know what? pissed me off um other than how stupid the episode was it actually bugged me at how mean they were to the stretchy dude yeah he'd saved the day and i yeah. was still kind of being assholes and judging him for how he did it and things like that i kind of thought well barry's not around he's the only one doing something what the f- is your problem yeah and maybe put it really that really bugged me
0: yeah in the dialogue that have them explain to him they're just they're maybe venting their frustration about the fact that Barry isn't here yeah and they're unfortunately taking it out on him not that they just don't like him and oh, we're just going to leave it at that. There's no, there's no development in that relationship. Now, obviously, come the end, and he gets the new outfit, and he saves the day, and they kind of have to say, look, okay, you did a good job. And they also had to bring him back from the depths because he was like, like right, I got hurt in the job. I skinned my knee, but okay, it was acid, but whatever. You know, I'm, I can't handle this anymore. I'm, I'm happily letting people die because I just I'm not good enough. And they had to then go to him and ask him for help, and he had to talk to Barry and all that sort of stuff. But... Um, that in itself gave birth to a problem when he's there monologuing to the bad guy I don't think I've ever seen a hero monologue to the bad guy but when he's there he's like I worked out that it's you know more than just to be a hero it's you know you have to look above yourself and blah 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 blah," (laughs) you know cut to an ad break come back he's still still monologuing to them and I'm like They have got the buttons on the acid and all that. Like, why aren't they killing you? Why aren't they at the end going, oh, we're glad we let you say that because it was boring or it meant nothing. Refer to the fact that he has just spoken to you for the longest period of time, longer than he should have ever been allowed to talk to you. Put (laughs) something in the dialogue. This whole episode was about taking the piss out of any given situation, whether they failed or succeeded. Put that in there because otherwise it just comes off as ridiculously cheesy. And in an episode that hasn't been working, it just doesn't work. And it's the climax. It was. Awful. Do you want to talk Arrow? Can we just talk Arrow?
1: We can talk Arrow, although I hated Arrow too.
0: Actually, before we do that, we better go to, uh, back to Ben's notes. Uh, he has added in for us, Terry. Why are they so hard on stretch? Which we've also. That's, yep. Yep. Actually, as I like, go oh, down, like I know he was a lot in Supergirl. All of his notes are right on par with what we're thinking. It's either what you've said or what I've said, but we're all right. Well, I don't want to say on the money. We're certainly on each other's money. Whether or not we're actually on the overall money, I'm not too sure. Uh the outside of Clark's toys looks a lot like Oliver's Club. So the bad guy Lair, did you pick up that was the same building they used for Oliver's Club? I certainly didn't. I know they reused a lot of sets and rooms, but no, I didn't notice. Yeah, okay, Ben chalk that up to uh Drunken Benjamin. Um Bebo again. Ha ha ha. He's he loved it. He loved that Bebo what? was in this episode. Should we I wanna get him in here and explain this shit, but he's too busy. Yeah,
1: we should get him to explain that because it was shit
0: (laughs) (laughs) the waitress she was writing the crazy writing for barry's time vortex thing so yeah he's onto it but that was i mean he was onto her from the The wedding crossover episode he's he's never trusted her so all right let's get into arrow arrow episode we fall um is that what it was called that's what it was called Together we rise, separately we... I don't know. Because, yeah, they're in separate teams now and they made such a massive point about the fact that they're going to share information and they proceeded to not share information for the entire episode. And I'm like, are we going to learn from this? It's like, no, No. bad things happen because of it, but it's not like I think either side really learnt that they both... Like, certainly Team Arrow saw that Arrow 2.0 weren't sharing and they're like, how dare you? But then they didn't do the opposite when it came to their turn I don't know I just it it was so emphasized I find this show does this sometimes especially Arrow that it really puts forward a point that they want to bring up a a topic and they just sort of leave it Mm. they don't bring it back up again
1: kind of like vigilante. (laughs) <laughs> I, I actually have I have a couple of issues With the very beginning Of the episode mm. First of all the, the guy I've forgotten who he was He was an important person He goes out to his car Which was on the street All night
0: Oh it right the, in, like the councilman yeah. Yeah, yeah
1: It was in pristine condition Now I know If my car is outside mm. At night It looks like shit The next day <laughs> The second thing Now I don't know If this is American they, Do American cars Not come with handbrakes Every time yeah. there's a f***ing scene, <laughs> their brakes don't work, they crash. And I'm sitting there yelling at the TV, use your fucking handbrake. <laughs> f-ing handbrake. Just right there.
0: You know, when I was about, I want to say nine, maybe ten, and I'm in my mum's car, she had a big a Toyota Prado, so a big car. <laughs> and we're sitting in it. She was about to, we were about to leave and she's, oh, I forgot, you know, my purse or something. Jumps out of the car and runs back into the house. And we're in a flat, we're in the driveway. But ever so slowly, the car just because we had like two or three kids, you know, boys, we're mucking around with each other. Um, myself, my brother, and, and my mate, and the car just slowly starts to roll back. Oh, shit. And the gate was still closed. We had a big gate, and it would have like it w- it would have opened in the way that it's not supposed to. Complete reverse. Like, we were going to snap this this gate off its hinges. And my brother and I, in all of our wisdom and courage, just went, "Ah, my god!" <laughs> my mate, that's my best mate at the time, Cody. <laughs> Like instinctually, just launched forward from the back seat, ripped the handbrake. Actually, not only that, he went to look for the handbrake where it is in his mum's car, which was in between the seat and the door. Yeah, searched there and then went, I can't find it. And ever so calmly, then goes, Oh, there, there it is in this car, and pulled it up, not three inches short of the gate. But that was his go to a ten year old boy in a very unlife threatening position went, Oh, handbrake it. Yeah. But no character, you're right in any car <laughs> chase where their brakes have been cut, have went. Hmm. The maybe foot brake's not working.
1: Break.
0: Even if I don't understand cars. Maybe the handbrake doesn't do anything in those situations. At least give it a crack. You're 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 not calm, you're about to die, you're not thinking clearly. Try anything, you know? Cry open he tried to open the door and jump out. Really? That's your second go whatever. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. And yeah, chuck some chuck some dew on there, a few leaves and shit. Make that car look like shit. <laughs> But yeah, they were almost like setting him up. He's like, just to get out of of his house. He's like, I'm a councilman for Christ's sake. I deserve some respect. And I'm like, okay, so we need to know that you're a councilman. And yeah, something bad's really going to happen to you. And I think it was those kids on the bike that did it to you. quite honest, that's why they're watching. Uh, I'm eyeing (laughs) them. Um, What I actually really did like about this episode is something that I think we've been talking about needed to happen very soon because he, he left being Green Arrow for the sake of his son. Diggle got injured, and because the crossover was coming up, we needed him to be Arrow again. And he's kind of just kept that up. And we were like, What's he? What's he? Is he just like, he's just taken it back on and went, "Eh, Nothing. Yep, this is it. This is, this is, uh, no questions asked. No, no, no. William, like, finds out in this episode. He has to have a sit down. And, like, thankfully, it was because he was saving William, and I don't understand what exactly that threat in the tunnel was, but he needed to save William, and, of course, William sees straight through the disguise and goes, oh, Dad. <laughs> the city can't tell that it's the mayor, but whatever, or the or the rich kid. Um, but I actually re- I think I kind of like that talk that he had with his kid because he didn't do what Oliver from Seasons 1 through to 4 would have done and just lie Why? to him. Yep. He flat out told him the truth and said, look, I, d- I don't think I can give this up at the moment. Um, I don't need you to be okay with it because I don't want to tell you what to do, but I need you to understand that I will do this as long as I have to, and I will give it up as soon as I can. Yeah. And William didn't immediately go, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, go and do that. Like he did eventually come around to it, but I kind of like that they just, they, did, they presented the situation where that talk needed to happen and they got straight to it. They didn't wait another four episodes of them just like glaring at each other across the kitchen like, oh, will they or won't they? I don't know. I, you know, again, I, I like all this father-son bullshit and, you know, you're a mother of a daughter. Like, I like those moments where it's like, okay, how, how do you write this scene and make it believable that that's a father and a son having this sort of Just conversation? to
1: correct you there, Mitchell, I'm the mother of a teenager. Oh, very different. Yeah,
0: see, I've only got very like different. five-year-olds and under <laughs> and that's different, yeah. <laughs> so you're looking at that going, uh-uh, that's bullshit, that's way too calm. <laughs> we're throwing things and we're swearing at each other. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's what that's why this show is going to be your bottom of the week going. Nah, that's the worst moment of my week. That's not how a parent talks to a child. <laughs> I mean, it came it came down to their the, him him accepting um Oliver as as Green Arrow all thanks to like a Felicity voiceover like there was, you know, an action scene going on and Felicity is watching like they're watching him take down these bad guys through like, you know, a GoPro or something that whoever else is wearing in that scene. And She's explaining to him, oh, you know, your dad's pretty cool. I mean, look at all the great things that he can do. And he's Mm -hmm. amazing. All the sacrifices he's made. And, you know, there's like some really unsubtle music, you know, underneath that. And I'm watching this going, this is really cheesy. And this is really unsubtle. But I think in the moment that I kind of liked it. And I fully prepared to come into this room and... You tell me the complete opposite. And I'm not going to tell you wrong. If you go, no, that was the worst thing of the show and it's the cheesiest thing I've seen on this scene. There, se- there were
1: many other worst scenes. Okay, good. Believe me.
0: <laughs> well, what did you think of this scene? And then you, please tell me about some of those many worst moments. Did you Did you like it?
1: Um, yeah, I actually liked that scene, yeah, but out of the yeah out of everything else, that was a good scene that yeah. he and he finally knows that, yep his dad's still doing it, and he didn't have a real brat moment either yeah yeah, I yeah, it's the the brattiness as, as well, yeah So yeah, I thought that was good,
0: yeah, and I think for me too, like it was very much that that was very much for the character, that speech, like it was for felicity to tell William, yeah, but the way that it was presented to us. For me, it seemed like a, a scene that should have been in season one or two, where as an audience, we're, we're fully understanding what this character is all about. So the way that it was in slow-mo, that music, that voiceover, that particular uh, dialogue that Felicity was sprouting out. I'm like, this really should be something the audience is hearing and convincing us. It's like, is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? Does, is he a good guy that does bad things for the good reason? Blah, blah, blah. This is something we should be listening to. But we're five and a half seasons in there. Like, yep. we know who this guy is. So it was sort of done for the character, but almost in a way that was made for the audience. But it, I don't know, it still, it still kind of worked for me. I, I, You know, in those moments, again, I think about whether High Pitch Matty was here, what he would have to say. But I, I, <laughs> I don't know, I, I, I still, yeah, I, I liked it. And then there was this. I, I, I want to play you this. I don't know if this is part of your bad moments, but um, Felicity, <laughs> like she's been a fast talker, right? We're, yeah. We're not, we're not pretending she's not. She that's been her half her charm. Sometimes
1: I don't even understand
0: uh, what she's saying. I, this. Let me play you this. So Elena thinks that Kaden believes that you killed his son because of something that arrived in a package from Court of Maltese in May. Through a pretty cool sequence of hacks on the mail systems of several different countries. Not that you need to know about it, but it was like really intense and really cool, and I did it. It was really hard, but. You don't even know about those. In that package was the USB drive, we actually have that USB drive serial number. So Alina's just working on trying to find the computer in Cordon Maltese that uploaded the information onto that drive that Caden received. The information that made him think that you... killed his son. You see how I came full circle on that, right? One hundred percent. I don't know what the f she's just talking about. Like, is it absolutely necessary to put that many words into one sentence? We get that you're smart but not to a point where the audience actually can't understand a word that you're talking about. Do you
1: think about. she maybe talks like that in real life as well? Like just blah, 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 so fast <sighs> that, I mean, I know there's times where I've said stuff and you or Ben are like, what? <laughs> and I think, oh, shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> I talk fast sometimes too, but.
0: Not like that. That's that's ridiculous though. Like, yeah. especially when it's written dialogue. I, if anything, aside from it annoying me, I was really impressed that she was actually able to Not so much memorize that because she could be reading a computer off screen, but to say it without stuffing up because it was one shot and whether or not they speed it up or maybe they cut in a few different takes of audio or, you know, ADR or whatever, I don't know, but impressive yet very goddamn annoying. We get that you're smart, but whatever. It was a bit of fun. Don't do it again.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure she will. There's so many times where we're just like, do you know what she just said? And Jason's like, nope. No idea,
0: it's a bit like that. Yeah, I know. I'm just like, I'm, I find myself missing a piece of dialogue, and I'm like, eh, it's 10 minutes in, I'm sure I'll get the gist of it as it goes on. Yeah. It's probably not saying a lot for the show, but <laughs> we put po- uh, we persist, we persist. It's fine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, we are moving on to the Kate and James. Yes, I Can't really pissed me off that someone who is on like the most wanted list can just walk into the mayor's office. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the f- yeah. you don't think they've got at least one wanted poster up? Like, yeah. even and- the mayor's office—like, he's one of the higher-profile targets in the city. You'd think that at least his staff would be like, "Be aware of this guy. Like, don't let him in." Yeah, maybe. I all the police officers that are surely stationed outside exactly. the mayor's office, but
1: he can just walk on in. He wasn't wearing a disguise. No. He wasn't wearing like you know a hat, like right over his face, so no one could see. He just walked in. Here I am.
0: And for me, like I. I appreciate in story what he's trying to do, I guess, like to go face to face in Oliver's area. Like he was in Oliver's place of, of safety and comfort or whatever, but still walked out with the upper ground and making threats and demands and so calmly. And, you know, his everything he planned on doing in that little meeting, I'm sure he, he, he ticked off. For me, though, like, did that make you any more... Afraid of Caden James? Because I'm like, I know what you can do. You don't need to, as an audience, I don't need to see you walk into the mayor's office and make threats for me to go, oh, wow, now you really mean business. (laughs) Like, I know how dangerous you are.
1: It it annoyed me. Yeah. I just, I'm, and I think I've said this maybe even a a couple of weeks ago, I'm just sick of this entire storyline. Yeah, right. So much. So the fact that he just walked into his office and was making ridiculous demands, which they ultimately decided to... Except, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just, I'm over it. And yeah. Like,
0: this is just f- ridiculous. I liked the the way that he did it, though, like where he just, it was almost in like three steps where he said, I want, you know, $6 million. And I'm like, you've got your finger on the internet. Like, you could steal that much money from anybody.
1: Yeah. Ten
0: and times that amount of money. How
1: does the mayor's office even have That
0: much money. Yeah, I'm like, is he taking it from Oliver's personal bank account? But he's on mayor money now. Like, he used to be a billionaire, sure, but I don't, I mean, he still manages to afford everything he needs (laughs) that the show asks him for. But six million, okay, well, that's doable by 11 o'clock tonight. Ooh, okay. Okay, that's a little bit harder. Oh, and uh, every day until I say otherwise, it's like, oh shit. Because, yeah, if he's stealing that from the city, you know, funds. People are going to notice by, like, tomorrow mm. <laughs> that $6 million is is Just gone, missing. you know. Yeah. So is, is he going down the route of, of what, and uh, um, we dare not speak of him, but Prometheus did last year where he's trying to destroy Oliver Queen before he takes down Green Arrow. Like, you know, have him essentially steal money from the city, Yeah. have that come out in public, and then take him down, or then take down Green Arrow, then expose him, you know, give all the real evidence out. You know, and he did, he did actually say that at one point, didn't he? He's like, if you really wanted to hurt me why wouldn't you just expose me as the green arrow? And he's like, oh, I'm pretty sure that's already been done. Like, yeah, he just not give a shit. Yeah, and his whole motive, like you're saying he's sick of the storyline. I am more so, I think, off that conversation because he sort of, I feel like, has it been revealed? It wasn't entirely a surprise, but at the same time, like out in the open saying, my son, you killed my son. Well, you didn't actually mean to, but he was like a bystander and copped an arrow you know, by, you know, he was collateral damage. Like, yeah. Okay, I get that you're angry, but is that really a, a motive that we want a super villain of the season to carry? It's like, oh, he copped a wayward arrow. And it's
1: the same storyline that they've done over and over and over again. Mm. A bad person had someone close to them die, so they think it's okay to just. Kill hundreds and hundreds of people. Mm. It's and it's the same story, yeah, over and over again. That's and that's so where funny.
0: I think, like, the whole like Legion of Doom two you know, team up that he's got going with uh, with the Russian bloke with Vigilante. Like, that's all like that's something a little bit different. We haven't seen that sort of team up happen before with that sort of cast of characters. But then when Vigilante turns around and goes, "Oh no, but I'm deep, 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 deep undercover," it's like, well, I guess of course you are because you have been the to, like, a dangerous level, the ultimate good guy. Like, you're so good, you even want to take down the vigilante guys like Arrow and his and his teammates if it means that you can take down every good guy, or every bad guy in the city. So, of course, you're just double-crossing um, Caden James. So that sort of double-twist or reverse-twist, it's like, oh, well, now that makes that less interesting because now he's just a good guy. Like, it may as well be uh, Roy Harper. You know, working on the or or Thea or someone that you know, someone that we know is good, rather than one we question for an episode until they go. No, we're actually not bad. Of course, you weren't bad because you never were bad. You just did bad things for good reasons, you know. So, yeah, it's uh, look. I think overall this this whole week I'm really struggling. I know we're getting we're only minutes away. I'm really struggling to order this week because they
1: were all shit. It
0: wasn't a great week. It really wasn't a great week. I think I know what's going to be on my bottom, but. Then it's a 50 50 call between the other two about what's going to be on top. And I really don't feel comfortable about any of them taking top, top honors yep. this week. I'm, I'm almost in your camp where I'm like, where's Legends? You know, like, yeah. uh, where, where could Legends, where would that place? You know, because as shit as that can be, at least it can be fun while it's being shit. And sometimes okay. I get lost in one and not so much the other, but whatever. Anyway, look, well, before we do that, let's see what Ben thought because he's been a bit. Funny for so sure with the flash. Let's see what he said about Arrow in his, uh, in his notes that he sent through. Uh, so much for sharing info. Well, there you go, of course. Yeah, yep. they didn't share much intro. Uh, Vince is a double agent. Yeah, I know it's shit. Uh, Dina accepted Vince uh, back way too quick. That's not a bad point to raise because she was really pissed when she heard that he was double crossing. Well, not even double crossing, that he had sided with Caden James. And then he goes, I'll oh, come to this place and I'll tell you the truth. And oh, by the way, now I'm good. And she's like, oh, I knew it. Let's get married for real now. It's like, calm down. Like, you you guys are, are vulnerable. You They have managed to break up the team. Now that you're broken up, he's now telling you exactly what you want to hear. And yep. you're just like, yep. Like, you're the what deputy chief police officer, or at least the chief detective in that city with a long, distinguished career and a crime fighter, vigilante style, after hours. And she just immediately, like, succumbs to him because she used to be in love with him. Like, I thought that was...
1: Obviously still is.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> God. I, I was about to say something that might get me in trouble. But, yeah, no, she uh, <laughs> she still wants him very badly. So, it's just annoying where it's, like, so convenient. Well, she needs to believe him, so she does. But, again, I don't want to see that stretch out for four episodes. But I kind of feel like she needed to put more thought in that than...
1: yeah. Considering that they didn't put much thought into, like, oh, Oliver spied on us. Let's let's ditch him and start our own team. Mm.
0: It's
1: like, but your boyfriend did so many more worse things. Yeah, and you're okay to take him back.
0: So yeah, quickly. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna make a bold call here. I know Ben's not here, so uh, it's a bit hard to go through all three of us because he hasn't sent these notes. I kind of want to skip. Uh, unless you've you've got some pressing notes on the best and worst this week. Mm-mm. I just think it's such a dodgy week. There they really isn't a standout best or a standout worst. It's just it you know. Like I still enjoyed my time watching these shows, but it's just like but
1: there was a standout worst. Okay. But there was no stand best. What do we got? I got flash at the bottom. Yeah. Right, right at the bottom. As low as it could possibly be.
0: Oh, we're talking episodes now, so are we ranking?
1: Yeah. Oh, sorry, is that what? No, you that were no, about? I'm
0: happy to jump to that. But yeah, no, I, I I agree. I'm going to put Flash on my bottom too. I think I appreciate what they were trying to go for. And it was that fun, silly, cheesy, throwback episode to the 1990s Flash. But it just didn't, I think, even match the... Like, when you think those villains were in it to take on Ralph. And Ralph's side of the story was taken so much more seriously. And it was about a guy really facing his own mortality despite these superpowers and whether or not he can take on this role and this life as a crime fighter. And we were meant to really feel sorry for him. At the same time, we had these crazy, zany, bad guy characters. Mm. And I'm like, you're part of the same storyline when then we had to deal with the Barry and Iris stuff on the other half of the episode. It's just a real mix of tones. So, yeah. uh, Bottom for me, bottom for you. Before we both reveal our other two... I'm going to throw to Ben because he's not here, so stuff him. He can go first. (laughs) Uh, He has actually got Flash at the top.
1: What? Are you kidding me? Three
0: points to Flash. Why? Second, Supergirl. And Arrow is his bottom place show of the week. And he says, only because uh, more seemed to happen in Supergirl, Arrow just stalled. Mm-hmm. A, very good points I don't agree that uh, Flash was the best episode of the week Myself Anyone else out there who thinks that Power to you And I'm glad it, that you enjoyed it but Does it
1: give a reason?
0: Not for Flash No, he just says that uh it was yeah. really awful More seemed to happen in Supergirl than Arrow So that's why I, I agree with those
1: two But
0: not Flash Okay So then am, am I to guess then that your rankings this week would be Supergirl, Arrow and Flash? Yep yeah, yeah, I think I want to sit with you on that side as well. because, And it's strange because we shit-canned Supergirl yeah. <laughs> to start off this podcast. <laughs> and honestly, at the start of this podcast, I did not know what order they were going to be in. Mm-hmm. But I knew that I felt that way about Supergirl, yep. that I wanted to shit-can it. And okay, uh, we've actually got a tie for second place, thanks to our votes, and a little bit of ends. Supergirl was <laughs> our top ranked episode of the week. It okay. received eight votes in total. And then Arrow and Flash both received five votes.
1: Interesting.
0: Yeah. And I I I mean, which way do we go? Do we do we put Flash above Oh well, there we go, he just walked past. He just walked past. If only he could have come in. <laughs> he could have he could have found out what he's done, what a mess he's made. Do we put Flash above Arrow In this instance. Because Ben ranked it at the top. (laughs) Whereas Arrow and ours was only second. But we too. But both of us ranked Flash down the bottom. I don't like ties. I think
1: ours trumped his.
0: Certainly because he's not here. Yes. So let's put down that (laughs) our ranks go. The episode for the week is almost exactly the opposite of what Ben had. Supergirl number one. Arrow second and Flash in third. If you're really meh about it. Okay, it was a tie for second, but whatever. We push on. So we will be back next week to talk week 12 of DC TV. There's only two more weeks of Supergirl before it takes a little bit of a hiatus. And we do get Legends back, Terry. Yay! So that'll come back and uh, Arrow and Flash will push on and probably take random weeks off here and there because that's what the... CW shows like to do when they get towards the end of the season. We'll be back to cover it though, week 12 of DCTV next week. If you're joining us for the first time you can check out all of our uh, DCTV podcasts on our podcasting channels, uh, obviously primarily on uh, iTunes and SoundCloud, but uh, wherever you find your podcasts, uh, you can uh, hit us up on the uh, social pages. Let us know your ranks of the week. Uh, Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Just simply search Get Into Geek. You want to write us a little bit of a longer chain, a little letter, you can hit us up, getintogeek at gmail dot com. Uh, also on the channel, uh, we've got some Agents of Shield talk. Maddie, Captain Marvel of Get Into Geek himself, and I are on there, and of course all of our old movie uh, reviews as well. Myself personally, though, if you want to come and talk some geeky shit, talk to me, Mitch underscore Lewis on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Terry, she's private as on social media, she has it, but uh, you can't get to her uh, otherwise. So you uh, just catch her on uh, Get A Geek. Terry, thanks so much for uh, filling in Ben's shoes You're this welcome. week, and hopefully that. Will be back next week to talk some my DC TV week twelve. I, hope so. I know as much as he loves working, I mean he kind of wants to do this, doesn't he? he does. Yeah, maybe she come or maybe he's home time. Maybe we steal him on the weekends.
1: I think. Well, I think I've suggested that before.
0: Maybe we like like house. dangle a bottle of you know some of bourbon. bourbon, you know, just like from his house across the river. Yeah. You know, we get onto a ferry. You know, <laughs> drag him into the studio. <laughs> he grabs it, realizes it's iced tea, and we're like, "Well, you're here now." Let's just do it. it. Week 12 of DC TV coming up next week. Get into geek.com.